Hello, welcome to the Above the Clouds podcast. I am your host, Gaina Turner, and in this and my future episodes, I'll be talking about all things expat and living in the fabulous Emirates of Dubai, to starting my own online fashion business and manifesting. Plus, being a mum to my two children and setting financial as well as life goals to achieve absolutely anything. So good morning. I hope you're all well. I hope you've had a a lovely, productive, happy week. Um, I'm feeling excited because we've got the Eid weekend. So we've got a nice long weekend and we're going to Abu Dhabi. Um, And I've only ever been to Abu Dhabi once before and it was so lovely. It was just very, um, very clean and just beautiful, all, all the sort of buildings and uh, hotels and things that you can visit there. Um, so yeah, so we're, we're going for a nice, um, a nice three-day weekend and um, we've been very organised again. We've got all the restaurants booked up and we're actually doing on one of the nights a, a cheese and jazz evening, which I just think is the most exciting thing, <laughs> um, because I absolutely love jazz, um, and I like cheese as well, so I thought that the two, uh, two collectively, um, is going to be really good, so, um, but yeah, some of the restaurants look, look lovely, and the weather's very nice at the moment, we're doing very well for April, um, We've had quite um, quite a few cloudy days, which is quite quite rare normally. It's normally um, the heat is cranked up by now. Um, so yeah, look, really looking forward to that. It's just nice, isn't it? Just to well, not have to cook or load the dishwasher or do any of those utterly boring things. So it's nice to to be taken care of for a few days. Um, so yeah, I need to get organised and uh, and get packing actually. So. In today's episode, I actually wanted to talk about fear. Um, and the idea came to me because um, I actually booked a networking event, uh, not for me to host, to, to actually go to. Um, and basically to, to sort of tell people about my business, tell people about, about my podcast. Um, and also meet other women, you know, meet other women that had set up their own businesses and um because sometimes when you have set up your own business and it's just you um you don't always have someone to sort of bounce ideas off or um you know talk about the challenges or or sort of ways round things um it can be quite solitary so i was really looking forward to it but um i was also quite nervous because i didn't know anybody that was going to to be there um and it was a case of just walking into to a cafe by myself um and just finding the confidence to talk to people about what I do. Um, so I, I uh, the idea came to me to, to sort of do a podcast on um, fear and be nervous about things um, and sort of tackling those things in a way that it doesn't actually hold you back. Um, so sort of going back to, to me as a child, um, and I don't want the podcast to, to be all about me and my experiences, but, um, maybe you can, you can sort of, um, you know, get, get some tips on it really. If, if I taught you through my, um, my journey with fear really, um, because as a child, I was such a nervous, timid child, um, you know, very, very attached to my mom, but also very scared of things. I used to be so scared of, um, you know, just, well, the dark for, for start off. Um, but I, I was also really scared of anything with wheels. <laughs> so I was the one child and 
probably nobody else has met anybody that never has done this, but I never learned to ride a bike because I was scared. And most people sort of started off scared, but then got to grips with it. Um, I never got, I never, never got there because I couldn't figure out in my mind how the bike managed to stay up. Um, technically it made no sense to me. And because it made no sense to me, I thought, it's not going to work for me. How on earth can this work that I'm sitting on this this two-wheel thing um, and it won't fall over because I'm pedaling? It just made no sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> so I gave up and I just remember feeling so frustrated because I so desperately wanted to ride a bike. Um, plus, both of my sisters were just amazing on wheels. Um, so they had the roller skates and, um, you know, all, all these contraptions that they mastered because most children did. Um, but I was the middle child that just used to watch my, ch- my my sister sort of rollerblading past me or roller skating past me. And I was the one... Um, I actually had a new pair of roller skates um, for, I don't know whether it was for Easter or something, but this beautiful pair of roller skates. Um, And I was so scared to fall over in them that um, when I walked out of my front door, I I wouldn't even sort of um, roller skate like one (laughs) metre. So I remember actually standing on the front bit of grass in front of my house and putting on the roller skates on the grass and then just staying there <laughs> and not moving off the grass because I was too scared to fall over. Um, and because of my experience with my bike, you know, I, I had this doomed thought in my head that I will fall over. I will be the, the one child that won't be able to learn how to do this. And so self-fulfilling prophecy, that's exactly what happened. I didn't learn to do it um, until I became an adult. And then I just thought, do you know what? It can't be that hard. So I actually... Um, bought myself a bike and learnt to ride a bike and I was 46 which I'm extremely embarrassed to tell people but I was 46 when I learnt to ride a bike so um yes I, I maybe maybe you'll get something out of me sharing such an embarrassing fact about me but it's true but then once I'd learnt to, to ride a bike um I got so much enjoyment out of it. And as an adult, it made perfect sense that obviously the more momentum you have and the faster you go, the bike won't fall over. Um, Who knew? (laughs) Um, So then that sort of um, personality trait in me um, carried into so many things and flying was was one of them. Um, I developed sort of over time, and I, I didn't fly that often before I I was I was an adult. So as a teenager, we only went abroad like once or twice. I think we used to holiday in in, uh, in Wales. Um, so yeah, so then when I did start flying, either with a, a friend or when I met met Richard, um, th- those familiar feelings started to come back of well, how does it work? How does a plane fly? You know, I, I can't trust this. And um, with with the turbulence and things like that, um, I just used to get very nervous. And then over time, I started to get more and more nervous. Um, so that then uh, as the holiday was approaching, I wasn't even thinking about the holiday because I couldn't get past um, how nervous I was to actually get on the plane and sit on the plane for however long. Um, and then Richard did such a kind thing for me. Um, and this was years ago. He actually booked me a course with Virgin um, about um, tackling your fear of flying. 
And honestly, I went off on this course. It was like a, a one-day course in a hotel. And I went off to, to this course and I was so nervous because it was my biggest fear at the time. Um, you know, I was really, really nervous because at the end of the day, they actually took you on a plane, um, like an actual flight. So I went off and, and sort of Richard drove me there and sort of <laughs> left me in the reception. And um, and yeah, I was tackling a really big fear at the time. And as with most fears, they get can tend to get more and more irrational and out of hand. Um, but the course was absolutely phenomenal. It was broken down into two parts. So in the morning, it was actually two virgin pilots that were taking the course. Um, and they broke it down technically to explain every single doubt that you've got about flying. They explained it away to say, well, you know, that can't happen um, because the plane is built this way or, you know, we can't run out of fuel because we always allow for an extra few hours of fuel Um you know, all these things that, that you had and people were putting their hands up with all, all sorts of questions and they were able to answer everything. Um, and the part, it, it was sort of done in a very lighthearted and humorous way as well, which felt really nice because, um, you know, a fear can really build up in your mind. But talking about it um, and, you know, sort of getting that reassurance from these people that, that fly most days. Um, and it was amazing, but yeah, the, he was sort of joking thing. And, and he actually said, well, do you honestly think that most pilots sort of take off in the plane, just hoping for the best? Um, he said, because we've got families as well. He said, we, you know, everything is triple checked and triple checked again to make sure that, you know, you, you are so safe when you fly. Um, so that was the morning. And then in the afternoon, there was a different guy who was sort of talking through more your mindset. Um, and that was really useful as well, talking about sort of relaxing and, um, you know, imagining what it's going to be like when you get there and, um, you know, picturing yourself sort of lying on the beach or wherever it is that you go in um, and sort of actually getting you to think about when you do land there because you will land there Um and started working on reprogramming the way you think about it and how it might be to actually be relaxed on the plane and how would that feel and um you know imagine yourself as that super confident traveler that sort of checks into the airport it's very relaxed you know has a nice bite to eat before they fly um they enjoy the flight they watch their films they read the books and then hey presto they arrive at their destination um so it was really refreshing. And by the end of it, you had been given the tools to get rid of this fear. Um, and then you and all the people on the course, and by that point, you'd bonded quite a lot with people on your table um, because you were sharing something that had really been affecting you, really. Um, you then had to get on a virgin plane. And these men that took the course in the morning actually flew the plane. And honestly, it was incredible. Um, and then th they basically did a round trip around Birmingham. So it was an hour flight. Um, and it was such a celebration. And, and again, that's me being very cheesy. But it was a real celebration of we had all done something together. We all felt the same. I'd never met these people before. Um, but yeah, but but that we did it and um, there was a bit of turbulence whilst we were up there and one of the pilots um, came out of the cockpit and was walk, walking down the, um, you know, down the, the middle bit of the plane um, when the turbulence started and he just started joking about it. Um, 
and sort of pretending to fall over and everything. But I think because they brought humour into it, they just made you sort of get rid of all these monsters and just made you be able to really deal with it and relax, which was incredible. Um, so when we landed, everyone cheered and it was all very, <laughs> very happy clappy. Um, but it got rid of my fear of flying. And I say that was years ago. And now every time I'm on, on a plane, um, you know, I use those tools Um and then it can sort of lead into other areas of your life. Once you've got the tools to, to sort of handle something so big as a phobia, um, you know, you soon check in with yourself. If you are then nervous of other things, um, not to shy away from them, um, because just because something is, is very scary to you or daunting, um, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. Um and I think you can miss out on an awful lot of things in your life, experiences, uh, maybe trips that you would really would love to go on um, if you have these barriers in place. Um, and again, it is a similar technique to, to what you can use in, in, in other ways, um, but it is breaking down that fear again, into sizable chunks so that you can tackle it um, and, and sort of disperse it really, just get rid of it. Um, so another one sort of more more recently is that um I actually booked a photo shoot for myself um which was so out of my comfort zone um because it was just me you know it wasn't me with my children or anything like that it was actually a professional photo shoot um that I needed for my website and I, ne- I needed for my Instagram um and to start stepping into to that sort of professional um businesswoman um Sorry, that's the dogs barking in the background. Apologies. <laughs> um, so yeah, I booked in this this photo shoot, and um, I think we can all do this. You, you kind of think, you know, I can't do that until my figure is looking perfect, or I can't do that until my hair's looking, you know, a bit longer, or my skin's looking perfect. But um, you know, I just booked it anyway because I thought you know, we're, we're all human. And if you keep waiting for the day when you, you think that your figure looks perfect, or that your hair looks perfect, or you've got the perfect outfit to wear, you know, that's procrastinating, and it's making excuses. Um, and it's just going to take longer and longer to actually get getting around to doing that thing. Um, so yeah, I booked the, the photo shoot. And, you know, I, I felt felt quite sort of embarrassed telling my family that I'd booked a photo shoot because I I was sort of thinking oh they're going to think you know who do you think you are that sort of thing but it wasn't that at all I got so much support from my family um and on the day um you know, because I'd sort of tackled head on um the the sort of fear of doing something so it felt self-indulgent is, is how I would say, um, because I actually still did it anyway, even though I did feel that way. Um, you know, it, it's sort of, as I was having my photo taken and it was a two hour shoot, um, out in the desert, um, the more I got into it and the more time went by with all these different photos and um, different poses I had to do. And the girl that did it was phenomenal. Um, and she really put me at ease. And she was actually a catwalk model. Um, so she could give me loads of tips on on how to pose and how to look right. Um, great advice it was. Um, but I say that the longer I was doing it, the more I relaxed and 
by the end of it, I really, really had relaxed. And I find looking back on those photos, it's the ones that I had towards the end of the session that I like the most because she really seemed to capture me, like the real me. Um, and I sort of made a deal with myself not to scrutinize any of the photos or, um, you know, anything like that. I thought this is your chance to celebrate your business and become more professional and um, work on that side of your business now. Um, so I was so glad that I did it. Um, and I wasn't expecting to feel that way. Um, I say I thought it was just going to be something that I had to endure, I feel incredibly uncomfortable the whole time. And then that's it, I'm done. Um, but I am actually happy to look at those photos. I don't mind. Um, and I'm quite confident now putting them on my Instagram or um, on my website because um, she made me feel really good. And I'm so glad that I did it. Um, and I think that's what's so important is still doing these things, whether or not it's like a big interview um, that, that you've got to get through. Um, I think as long as you're prepared, um, you know, that is half the battle sometimes when, when you've got a big, um, a, a big task like a big interview um, or a big presentation or something like that. Being prepared is sort of, you know, will really, really alleviate a lot of those nerves Um and I think you you can then, even when it's actually happening, surprise yourself by actually enjoying it. Um, so things like the, this this sort of networking um, event that I had booked, um, I was aware that I was going to have to stand up and introduce myself and go into detail about what I do as a business and talk about my podcast. Um, and I say I did feel nervous, but again, I didn't allow it to stop me from going. I think sometimes the best thing that you can do is if you are nervous for something or, um, you know, you feel that you've got this barrier up is um, just booking it. Just do it. Um because then, like I say, you can prepare, depending on what it is, you can prepare for things a little bit in advance. So I had practiced, um, they call it your lift, um, your lift pitch, isn't it? You, and we were all basically given one minute to introduce what we do as a business. Um, so the amount of time it would take if you were in a lift with somebody. Um, so I had practiced that and that did make me feel more relaxed. But um I think you you just have to sort of feel the fear, but n not um, not shy away from things just because you are scared of them, because you can get so much out of it. Um, and I ended up having an incredible few hours with these amazing women. Um, what I thought was lovely as well about it was that everybody had really dressed up and that just felt very joyful to me because I think women dressing up nicely... Um, you know, together for something. It just feels really nice. It, it felt like we were all sort of celebrating, really. Um, and then listening to each other um, and listening to, to other women all talk about what they do. And in that particular um, scenario, what you, you will often find is that everybody else is nervous as well. So, um, you know, that there, there was sort of real nerves and real hesitation in people speaking. But... Um, everybody got something out of it. Um, and so you will come out of it, first of all, feeling really proud of yourself that you have actually done, um, you know, done this thing that you found a big challenge. But you also got a lot of joy out of it. Because when you actually complete something that is 
really scary to you. You feel on top of the world um, and you feel really proud of yourself. And then that then enables you to then go on to maybe do other things that you've always put off or, um, you know, not even considered at all, um, you know, just because you're scared of it. Um, because, as I say, a lot of these experiences can really enrich your life and you can really learn something from them. Um, obviously, starting a podcast, that was another thing as well, because, um you know, I'm not a, a sort of a um, a really loud person or somebody that that loves everybody to look at me or anything like that. I am, I do have quite a bit of shyness in certain circumstances. Um, but just getting started um, and then actually sort of doing an announcement on Instagram that I have a podcast and um, you know that this is what it's about. Um, you know, it's it's just so good for you. And I've had so much enjoyment out of doing these episodes and will continue to do so. Um, that I'm so glad I didn't didn't stop myself from doing something just because it's scary and just because you've got to put yourself out there and um, you're worried about what everybody else thinks. Um, but I, th- I do think that if you're doing something good and you're doing it in an authentic way, um, you can't go wrong, really. I, you know, I, I don't don't sort of worry about that. So, um, yeah, my advice would be have a think about something that um, maybe you've been putting off or is just so big you can't even face thinking about it. Um, maybe it's something that you've got to do anyway, um, like a speech or public speaking or that kind of thing, or your boss has said you've got to do this presentation. Um, start tackling it and start preparing and start practicing um, because you will get better and better. And I think everybody cringes at sort of speaking in public or uh, recording something or listening to their voice. But you know, the fact that everybody feels that way should give you some comfort um, not to shy away from it. And I say, just sort of hold on to the fact that you will get an awful lot out of it. You know, even if you stumble your way through it, at least you've still done it. Um, And then the next time, you know, you'll get better and better at it. Um, But it is the the feeling that you've you've really achieved something. um, And don't let these feelings of fear ever put you off from doing something that you want to do um obviously if it's something that you don't want to do then that's fine <laughs> like I don't want to hold a tarantula so that's fine I won't I won't hold one um and I'm not missing out on anything I don't think um but yeah if it's something that you want to do or that you have to do um just breaking down that fear into thinking what is it about it that's making me nervous um, getting prepared, you know, really do you do your work on it, um, practice, 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 um, and just do it anyway, you know, just go there on that day, drive there, pull up there, walk in and do it, you know, uh, don't overthink things too much, um, which is probably why this podcast is a little bit waffly today, because <laughs> um, I just had this idea that I wanted to tell you about, so I hope it hasn't been too waffly today um but yeah I hope you you've got something out of that um and if you have got something big ahead of you then um you know don't block it out start tackling it start looking at it um breaking it down and and sort of become friends with it um you know start making yourself feel a bit better and start giving yourself a bit of confidence and um yeah again as with most things that I talk about on on my podcast 
I would love to hear anything that you've um, managed to achieve, um, any big obs- obstacles that you've uh, managed to actually get around to doing. Um, so yeah, so you can DM me on my Instagram, which is Gaina at Above the Clouds. Um, so yeah, I, I would love to hear about them. Um, and if you've enjoyed this this episode, um, if you could like, follow, and if you could write a review, that would be absolutely incredible because um, that will help to push my podcast up um, for other people to see it as well. Um, but yes, in the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful week, uh, a wonderful weekend, and I will see you next time. Bye for now.